So in this second segment, we'll be talking about being exposed through prayer. You may ask, what does that even mean? Being exposed in prayer, what does that even mean? There are three key points I want to touch on in this segment, and they're in no particular order. The first one is confession. Confession isn't just a one-time thing. Repentance is where you turn away from one direction, turn to the other direction. But confession is a continual thing. Just the same way as we confess the word of God, we don't just do it as a one-off. You know, you confess it and then you continue to confess it until it becomes a part of you. So whenever you are faced with a certain circumstance or whenever you are squeezed, the word of God comes out. You know, we don't get lemon juice or anything like that. You know, we don't leave a, a sour taste in anyone's mouth. The second point is repentance is a moment of exposure. When you go before God in repentance, you have just admitted you have done wrong. You've just admitted that you've done something and you want to turn from that way, turn towards God. But it's more than just doing, you know, something wrong. You know, there's a, there's a weakness or a flaw in your character. And this is what God will expose to you in repentance. What do you do with this information? That's the next point. What do you do with this information? Now that you've, God has exposed these flaws and these character traits to you, or these weaknesses to you, what do you do with this information? Now that God has exposed these hidden flaws, do you walk off and try to fix it yourself? Do I say, well, I'm going to do this on my own, you know, I can manage it. Or, or do you say to yourself, you know, I'm not even going to do this at all. I'm just going to stay away from anything that causes me to get angry or something. Or, you know, I'm just going to be sensible, you know, which is a sensible decision to stay away, to, to stay away from things that may trigger you. But choosing a sensible path, it, 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 it's, it's just a quick fix. It's not necessarily the solution to, to your issue. There is a source where all your anger comes from. And there is exactly where God wants to start the healing process. You know, that's exactly where God wants to start. So stick around. I'll get more into those points for you. And hopefully it will become a lot more clearer as we continue to speak. Let me pray. Lord, I thank you for this time. Thank you that you are so gracious to us. Thank you that you're so forgiving. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us the strength and the, the power of your Holy Spirit to help us to walk away from sin. Thank you that you walk us through the healing process. Thank you that you take us on a road of recovery and we're able to experience your love a love that we've never experienced before we're able to to have an encounter with you in an exceptional way that we've never had with anybody else and those are the things that you use those are the tools that you use to heal us because you are healing you know you are love so i want to thank you for this time and just want to bless your name and i look forward to sharing a little bit more in depth about it in jesus name we pray amen So, exposure in prayer, or exposure through prayer. This topic, exposure in prayer, I believe is a process. And I feel like the first 
place to start is spending some quality time with God, like your quiet time, spending time with God. As you feed on his word, praying and listening to him, God begins to soften your heart. And then he starts to walk you through the exposure and the molding process, either simultaneously or one after the other. For me, it was simultaneously. Like, for me, it was at the same time. So I'm going to share with you from that perspective. I can only share with you from the perspective I know. So it was simultaneously for me. The first two processes I kind of touched on in segment one, refreshing your quiet time. I spoke about your quiet time and letting the Holy Spirit lead as he mold you you know, through that process, as you take you through that molding process. So there are three main points I touched on in there. I'm just going to quickly recap on those before I get into segment two fully. The first one is, you know, with your quiet time to refresh it, switch it up a bit, you know, switch it up a bit. If it, you know, you, you don't have to stick to the same routine, like change the order, change the room if you need to change the format. There is no wrong or right way of doing this. Don't let it become a burden. You know, like, oh, I have to do this again. Just enjoy every moment. This is your time of refreshing, to be refreshed in the word. So enjoy these moments. Point two is let the Holy Spirit lead you in this. Don't try to hold on to your own way of doing things. Don't force things either. You know, just relax, flow with the Spirit. Let him take you on a journey. That he wants to take you on and last but not least which is number three continue in that flow of the spirit so continue in that flow of the spirit really meditate on what you have read in the word meditate on it you know meditate on what you experience in worship or exhortation you know your session of exhortation like really meditate on it let it soak into you and whatever you've heard in prior you know really talk to God and really ponder in it and just meditate and let it go through your spirit and really be intentional about about it you know anything that God wants to teach you really be intentional about it because if you're not then you're really going to miss what he's trying to teach you but those are the three points I touched on in you know your quiet time and be molded in the word so the word has to really mold you let it you know really um teach you what God wants to teach you Okay, that's a recap. And going into segment two, repentance is, is a moment of exposure. That's the first thing I want to talk about. Repentance is a moment of exposure. So first thing is first. We know that God knows you inside out. And yes, we hear this all the time. He does know you inside out. But he also wants to expose your inner self to you which sounds kind of strange and I just want to say like exposure it doesn't have to be an embarrassing thing it doesn't have to be an, a thing that oh my god you're exposed so you feel embarrassed a lot of times we have this negative connotation that this is what exposure is but exposure is, is really that it's something that's hidden and it's just been revealed so God wants to show you these areas of you that are hidden that you probably don't realize is there and he just wants to reveal it to you, you know? And in those moments, it can feel very raw. 
that's why I use the term exposure. It can feel very raw. Sometimes revelation can feel so pleasant and like, oh my God, this is such a eureka moment. This is such a light bulb moment, a rhema moment, you know, but exposure can feel quite raw. And it's like, oh my gosh. But the thing is, he exposes you to yourself. God is not going to expose you to other people like randomly like that, you know? Unless he's been trying to really speak to you, speak to you over and over and over again, and you know, you choose not to listen, then he might have to bring somebody in to step in and say, Look, Sneak, you gotta you gotta sort this out. You need to step up to the plate and, you know, make some changes, allow God to work on you in this area because in the long run it's only gonna be to your detriment. So in that case, God will have to get somebody else to step in, or God will have to use somebody else to, to speak to you. To speak to you. Or for him to speak to you through them so yeah that's the first point i want to make about exposure but um yeah so he wants to show you you and all those hidden places that nobody knows and nobody sees places that you didn't even realize was there these are the areas that god wants to expose to you so say for example when you go before god in repentance right that's a moment of transparency of ourselves we're like Do you know what god this is me, I've done this particular thing. And we know that when we repent of our sins, you know, God will forgive us because that's what, that's who he is. That's what he does. That's who he is. He's a giver of grace. So you go before God, you repent. But as I said, with with repentance, there's an exposure moment, an exposure to your character flaw that we might not even realize was there you know and it it may it it may show up in a particular incident but you ask yourself the question okay why why is this happening you know you may see this character flaw show up you don't recognize it as a character flaw you just recognize as an incident has taken place this has happened you know this person made me angry or you know in this moment, I felt like I had to, to, to t- tell a lie and stuff. But the context of it, this is what God exposed to. Like, look at the whole context, not just that specific moment only. So, you know, you ask yourself the question, what character flaw or weakness that brought this attitude to then give me these results? You know what I mean? I hope I'm not confusing you. So you ask yourself the question, what's causing me to do these things what's causing me to react the way i've reacted what's causing me to to do the deeds i do what's causing me to think the way i think and this is in that time when you repent and say god i've done this thing god will then show you the bigger picture i said look snake this is more than just an act this is a deep-rooted issue that needs to be dealt with so god will reveal to you the source and he will expose that to you now you have to now acknowledge this this is your job to acknowledge it and then you confess it and you surrender it to him because he wants he wants to take you through a healing process you know don't you don't have to walk away in denial or, or self-preservation or anything like that listen you're in prayer okay and you're in communion with him he revealed this to you So now is the right time to start that process. Now is the right time to start that healing process. And that's what takes me on to confession isn't a one-time thing. 
So confession isn't a one-time thing. Because with me, for example, when I see a certain character trait revealed to me through, through my attitude, I don't go confessing. I don't go confessing about it once and then I stop there. Honestly, like I constantly, <laughs> and I say constantly, yeah. <laughs> God must hear this from me so many times. I literally constantly present it before the Lord daily, like seven times seven for that matter. I just don't stop until that healing process is over. I literally don't. I just go on and on about it. Not in a way of condemnation, but just like bringing myself before God, you know what I mean? And just saying, God, this is here. This is this is in me. You've shown this to me because you want to walk the process with me. And I just want to allow you to really, you know, work on that area with me. And as I said, I don't try to fix it myself because I'm not in the position to fix me. Trust me, I'm not. If I was, then I wouldn't need Jesus in the first place. Do you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't just resort to, to trying to fix myself. I don't try to resort to restraining myself from committing that sin again either. You know? Like when I say restraining myself, like I don't try to just do it in my own mind. I said, oh, you know? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this again I'm not gonna do this again like literally come on I don't have the, the strength physically or mentally like there is a mental discipline but because there's a deep-rooted cause and there's a deep-rooted source I didn't even know God's now revealed that to me if if I was I, I didn't even have the 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 intellect I would say then to recognize that there was a deep-rooted cause so how am I now just gonna have the mental strength to now fight this deep-rooted cause that God has revealed to me. He's saying to me, Sonique, look, I want to help you work this out. Okay, so um, if I try to do that, I'm just going to be doing my own strength. Do you know what I mean? So, and, and how long do I feel like my strength could hold up to fight that deep-rooted cause, that deep-rooted issue? You know, before that, that behavior or that attitude starts to come out again. How long do I think I could do it on my own? I don't think I have the power or the might to do it. This can only be done by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that can do this. So, I do what I'm able to do. And that's acknowledging where I've sinned. Recognizing this is a flaw or a weakness that will hinder me from growing into the person that God has called me to be. Then I just submit my petition of needing help. I just surrender it to him and allow him to walk me through the process. I pour my heart out to him and I just bring it before him as a petition daily, just as I would any other prior request. I want to give you an example. And this is me literally being vulnerable here. And um, I've got this journal entry that I wrote last year, the 21st of June. 2019 and this was in my morning devotion it was on a friday because i tend to write my times well i didn't write the time actually but i wrote what time of day it was which is in the morning or what part of the day and it was a friday so i've written that in my journal and i just want to tell you the context of it before i read the, the entry of my journal and it's just basically where i have um you know my daughter's father you know, we can't, we get into these um, arguments at times because sometimes where my head is at, 
where I see things a particular way and I expect things to be a particular way and it he doesn't necessarily see the way I see because clearly he's a different person for me he's a different individual you know sometimes I have to remind myself that like Sonique hello you're you he means him do you get me anyway so in that in that season I I was getting quite frustrated with him you know there were certain things that he wasn't doing that I expected him to do for a daughter there was I just wasn't seeing that consistency that I needed to see and I was so frustrated I was so annoyed just want to let you know that I've known this man for I think last year was 16 years 16 years or so 2019 so I've known him for 16 years last year at the time or 16 years so I feel like I've known him long enough and it was just frustrating that you know I've tried to express the need for him to be present at times for my daughter but sometimes it doesn't really happen so I was just so frustrated there was a particular day like he really made me so angry and I was so frustrated and you know I just went to God and I'm like God like I know you are the best father ever you be the best father for me you be the best father for my daughter and Lord help her to, to see that you know because I can tell her that but physically to children they understand having a physical father so to her i could say you know god is your father he loves you and all of that which is the truth that's the ultimate truth but also there's that insecurity that she may she may grow up and have experienced that physical father being present in her life not that that's the case that's not the case but i'm just saying in moments when he does slack off in these places I do, um, I do feel that way, I do. So, as I said, I ask him to, to be more present. So I was speaking to the father and I was just saying to God, you know, I just need you to be, to, um, to help my daughter to see that you're going to be the father for her. And, um, this is what the Lord said to me. He said, I just want to make you whole. I was thinking what is God on about like I didn't get what he was doing so he's like I just want to make you hold and I'm taking you through a healing process all your past pain and hurt I want to heal you from that then he went on to saying I want you to forgive him I want you to forgive your child's father he said let it go he said patience will develop when you forgive you will be less frustrated with him. And I'm going to pause there. And for a moment, I was thinking, but I have forgiven him though, you know? Like, we've been separated for some time. And I'm thinking, I have forgiven him for, for you know, for the pain or the hurt that he's caused me in the past. And I thought I was at a place where I've accepted that this is where he is, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. I'm not going to have an expectation of him to step up to the plate to do what he needs to do for my daughter. But God is saying to me that, you know, you're frustrated, you're angry, not because of this one thing that he's done or the one moment that annoyed you in that time. You are frustrated and you're angry because you haven't forgiven him for the past hurt that he's caused you. And I was just like, what? Are you for sure? And clearly, obviously, God is for sure. But I was just like, wow 
And then God is saying to me that he wants to take me through that healing process. He wants to heal all that pain and hurt that has caused, has been caused. And he just wants, yeah, he just wants me to, to forgive my daughter's father. And then he's saying to me that I love you, daughter, and I just want the best for you. He said, he said, um, once he's taken me through this healing process, once he's made me whole, then it is him, him, my father in heaven, that I will get my security from. For ultimately, he will be my complete love. I was just like, wow. It's like, yeah. Because sometimes I think, okay, if my daughter father does what he should do for my daughter, then I will feel that my daughter is secure. As I said to you, you know, I don't want her to grow up with that insecurity that, oh my God, there's no father, physical father present all the time, you know, whatever. But he's, God is saying to me that I will be, he said, depend on me for your security, for your ultimate love. And he said, I will complete you. Yeah, he says, when others hurt you, the pain they have caused you adds to the previous baggages. So added pain plus added hurt corrupts who you are called to be. That's what God said. And then he gave me this verse in Colossians 3 verse 13. It says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you. So you must forgive, forgive others. And then I wrote here, by his wounds, I am healed. And he says he wants to give me wholeness, 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 wholeness. And I wrote at the bottom, he comforts us in all our troubles so we have so we can comfort others when they are troubled we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us and yeah you know as I said that was my moment in prayer when I was gone to God and I was saying to God God you know this this situation really angered me like you know I just I don't want to be angry with him I don't want to be frustrated with him you know but I'm just I felt like I was just fighting for my daughter's right and I just wanted her to have that security and all of that but God just revealed to me that Sinek is more than just that you know this is this is a real root cause this is the real source of your your frustration this is the real source of your issue girl it ain't about that moment when he didn't turn up to see her. It ain't about that moment when he didn't do this. It was. It's more than that. It's. It's everything else that's piled onto it. So, yeah. I mean, th that's it. So, as I said to you, that's one of the many things that that God has brought me through that process. As he, as he, as he exposes these things to me, he's molding me in his word and he's molding me in his presence. And I tell you this one thing, like. I've gone, as I said, I've gone before God with petitions about my heart condition more than I've even gone to him for things. Honestly, I strongly believe that the only way I'll be able to steward it, anything that God gives me, the only way I'll be able to steward it well is if my character is molded by him, literally. So I don't just go to God and be like praying about other things. I just... If God revealed this to me, this is this is my prayer point. This is what I'm going to be praying about. If I'm praying for somebody else, I'm going to be praying about that. 
you know, I'm not going to be praying about this and praying about that and other things, the house, the car, the this, the husband and all of that stuff. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I may bring those up, but my main focus isn't those. My main focus is this flaw. My main focus is this issue right here. Because as I said to you, if this ain't sorted out, if this ain't molded by him, there is no steward in it. Well, simple. So, because if I ask God for money, but I don't steward it well, you know, what's the purpose of it? Of it? If I ask for a new job, but my attitude to, to submit to authority is is isn't up to par you know if i ask for a husband or a wife but i'm selfish or unforgiving like i'm just gonna lose that marriage and if i ask for ministry but i'm dealing with pride for example you know i'm really only going to try to elevate myself and in the end it's going to be to my detriment so trust me i could ask for everything i cannot i can think of in the world but if my character causes disruption chaos and destroy a great gift that god gives me then that's mm -mm -mm. then the point of that it, it, there's no point in giving it to me do you know what i mean there is no point at all the bible says i could gain everything in the world but if i lose my soul then it's worth nothing nothing at all why because those same flaws are what i'm going to be judged on, on on judgment day those are the same flaws the same character issues that god's gonna call out call out he's gonna call it out he's gonna be like well you know i gave you this but you 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 worship money more than you worship me you you worship yourself more than you worship me you loved your things more than you loved me those are the same things he's gonna call out do you know what i mean so for me there's no point that I ask for all these accolades and everything in the world. If my character will let me down, then it's pointless. It's pointless. So my last word of encouragement to you is just be exposed in this time spent with God. Don't hold back. Be honest with yourself and with him. Be vulnerable. And trust me, he will heal those areas of your heart that you didn't even realize existed just 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 be just be real just be transparent you know just open up and just have those moments of intimacy with him let the holy spirit lead you flow with the holy spirit let god heal those areas of your heart he loves you and he wants you to become whole again in him so allow him to do that allow him to do that and he will take you through that process and it will be worth it. I'm telling you, it will be worth it. You'll be so much better for any other gift that God gives you. You'll be so much better. So I want to say God bless you. Thank you for listening. And I pray that you have a wonderful and beautiful day. In Jesus' name. for listening to pure hearts podcast be sure to send in your questions comments and anything you might want to add if you are listening through anchor you can do this by clicking the messages tab on your screen you never know your message might just be broadcast in your next radio segment alternatively you can drop me an email at heartpurified at gmail.com i'll be more than happy to hear from you and remember jesus said blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god 
Be blessed. Mwah. Thank you.